Hey there, you're listening to the Three of Sorry Football podcast. Alright, welcome guys to another exciting episode of the Three Side Football Podcast. And as usual, I'm your host, Mifevi. And joining me today, after a long while off, is Samuel. Welcome back, Samuel. Thanks, my guy. And, <laughs> it's good to be back. Yeah. And then uh, the other guy who's always driving everybody up, Dami. Uh, um, it's good to be back, guys. I missed you guys. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. That's why you are saying nonsense on the group since. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you know, last last episode it was we spoke about Premier League games that went down during the weekend. We spoke about several team struggles like Manchester United. How we f- were feeling about the season so far. Now, before we actually get into it, I just want to hear from someone who has been off for a while. I'm sure you've been able to keep up even the other episodes. Let's start with how we usually start. I want to hear how you felt about the Chelsea game, the EFL game you guys played, lineups, everything. How did you just feel in general? Almost, I like that you skipped the season and just went straight to the EFL straight. That is very beautiful. For the EFL... <laughs> <laughs> I was I was excited. I'm not even like I didn't even start the game because I was like, what's to expect it? It's Brighton we're facing. These niggas will focus up. Yeah. Only for me to come and I'm seeing zero zero. I'm like, okay. I checked the lineup and I'm seeing Palmer playing as my ten, Jackson up front. I was not so excited. I mean, I don't hate Jackson, but I thought this would be Bra's time to like start playing since he has been on injury because yeah. I actually loved that guy. So, then I saw other players too in the lineup, and I'm like, okay, okay. No offense to Thiago Lovers. I also love Thiago. I'm not even going to lie, but seeing him on the bench, I was kind of happy because that man needs to rest. He has tried enough. Let's see your boys. I mean, that's the plan they've been saying. The plan, plan, plan. Let the young boys actually play and put everybody in their proper position. I don't want to see Cowell on the left back and left wing going forward and doing nonsense. The match was okay. Kukurela surprised me, but he still did nonsense for like over average. So it's calm shot match. I mean against Brighton. Good. So yeah. So do you think do you think there's like progress being made or do you just think it was like a one off game whereby you not put too much expectations? Well it is Chelsea at the same time if my coach sticks to what he did in the EFL, like playing everybody in their proper position. I mean, there'll yeah. be a good progress, a proper progress in the team. Okay. That's how I, no, I get that. Uh, Dami, how did you feel about Manchester United's EFL game against Crystal Palace? I'm Gazi. Yeah, it was, it was a good performance. It was a good performance. I like the fact that Ten Hag rotated the squad. Um, I loved Amrabat's like full debut it was really good like he is a proper baller he looks left like back. the real deal yeah, yeah. yeah he looked, played left back on paper to me like he didn't really play left back inside the game he overdid his inverted rule like that nigga wanted to be a midfielder and I liked what I saw like it wasn't even the fact that he played well it was what he showed me like he kept on showing for the ball which is very important like I want my holding midfielder to show for the ball. A lot of Manchester United players are shy. The one that is not shy, Casemiro, he does not scan what is coming behind him. And he doesn't, and he's not persistent. <laughs> but this guy was showing for the ball. He was scanning. I looked at him. He was, when he got the ball, he was thinking positive. Forward passes only. Forward passes. Like, I love that. I, and it was a good performance from the whole team. And yeah, I was impressed. What about the likes of Mount? Were you not impressed with Mount? Yeah, I was impressed with Mount. Like, like the whole team, like there's nobody Mount, I could complain about yeah, that game. Like, I I really hope that that performance from Mount was like a catalyst for the rest of the season. Maybe he can uh, he can pick up there. Obviously, he's got uh, his and everything. <laughs> but yeah, and I don't know if you guys saw that Anthony's back. He's full team training. Yeah, and he's available yeah. for. Some- uh, I'm not happy he's back, but yeah, everybody knows how I feel about Anthony. But yeah, it was it was all right. It was all right. Yeah, honestly, even 
you know, the beer I was from that game, I think I was actually impressed, especially with Amrabat. You know, yes, I know you say he played left back on paper, but even defensively again, I think he was really solid. He was, really yeah, it was very solid, very, very solid. Yeah. He looks like the kind of guy that is hard to get past. Like, you have yeah. to have a really serious trick up your sleeve if you want to get exactly. past. Him. Very athletic. And another thing is, I think Loki Casemiro might become you got um, United's highest goal scorer from midfield this season. <laughs> very possible. That that guy, he just has an eye for goal. Like he's just oh. one of those midfielders. Like, and I think his best attribute is he's good in the air. Like he's very yeah. underrated. Like that guy is really good in the air. He's always finding space in a box. I don't know how he's always escaping his marker, bro. He's big. Follow him. Like how he's not like he's a tiny guy like Jota. Mm-hmm. Jota can escape his man easily. He just he just sneak. But this guy is literally like he's big. I, like, I don't know. But obviously his experience now. He's been playing yeah, 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 yeah. so he knows he knows a thing or two. I know it's even that Liverpool game, man. I was that first half was shambolic in my opinion, but I was impressed with some performances I saw like Endo, I think the second half he was really solid, especially defensively. Also, he was actually his ball playing was really good. I think I saw some of the long passes he was making, and even the assist to Soboslai. It was kind of like one of those. It was a progressive pass. pass. Now he broke yeah. the line. He yeah, broke, he broke the, the line. line. You know, it's one thing for you to actually see that pass, and it's another thing for you to be able to play. And I like the fact that a lot of play. players would play safe and just recycle the ball to the wing. Exactly. But he played a just motion Chelsea players are big. You <laughs> <laughs> rather pass the ball back to the defenders at the back, back, back. You oh, guys will be fine, man. Yeah, I, I eventually know, but honestly, that super slight strike it changed my life. Nah, I've been was, telling people, I've been teaching the gospel to people, and you guys worth every penny. I don't want to know who, whatever kind of goal they score in the Carabao Cup. That is already goal of the tournament. Like, nah, man, I pocket launcher it changed my life. Like I love all those kind of strikes. I mean, I mean see, it's 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 one thing whereby you you know it's nice to score a team goal whereby blah blah. Everybody watches banger. See the post and bang it in, Joe. Those why that shot. People don't do that anymore, man. They don't I do it anymore my, now. This is a beautiful game. Now. Everybody wants to score inside the box. And now. Because you know it's a higher percentage. Chelsea. Bro, and you yeah, know one thing I love about you know one thing I love about long range strikes. Nothing like VAR. And bro, it's nothing not like you don't enter inside. No fishy offside. Exactly. No nothing. They don't wala your shot. Carabao. Carabao or EF or whatever. They don't even get VAR. Yeah, even though I think when they get to the semi-final stage, yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so, those type of goals, like, there's nothing like, oh, they want to check VAR for this, check with for two. that. Bro, please point to the, to the center. Point section. to the mid-center immediately <laughs> go away. <laughs> but yeah, now, let's actually get into what we have for today. You know, this is most influential players ever in the history of the game. And well, I want three of us, but I want to start with you guys. I want you guys to suggest some names that you want us to actually start with. So let's start with you, Samu. For um, by positions, or I should just mention. No, just mention names. names. Yeah, like guys, maybe because, like okay. guys you watch growing up, or that you just feel change. Number yeah. one, let me let me mention the two very 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 popular famous footballers that okay. even new generations are always Messi and Ronaldo. I mean, yes, yeah, those yeah. two are of the new generations. What they do, what they've done, what they are still doing. Now, these niggas are up there. Then, personally for me, personally for me, uh, I would mention the likes of Henry. Mm. Henry, Henry was really catchy. Fernando Torres. Yeah. Fernando you think, Torres. You think Torres changed the game? For me, personally, watching okay. him was interesting and what he was always doing against my team. Ah, I mean, that is true. Before you guys was really until yeah, yeah, before we signed him. <laughs> <laughs> nah. so good isn't it the beginning of the nine because he was Touch the beginning the ball. Was, no, no, was there was period. yeah there was a period whereby he was the best nine in the world if you guys remember no yes. like, is it not the beginning of chelsea's nine curse yeah, yeah yeah it was the beginning of yeah the it was the beginning it was yeah, beginning. it was it was everybody that came after him followed the same was path it not, was it not a january signing yeah he was 50 million was, for that time that was a lot of money yeah. That was a lot of money. Yeah, it was a lot. Because yeah. I remember when he, he left, we signed uh, we signed Suarez and, and Icaro that January. 
Yeah. And Kyrie actually bought for it. Funny thing, that bastard, did he score it? I think he scored a crazy goal against Chelsea. He, he one did. That one whereby he caught in from the right side. Mm-hmm. The Chelsea box, don't so far. The corner. He scored twice in that game, I remember. Mm-hmm. Twice. Mm-hmm. But he liked Chelsea a lot. Yes, yeah, that's actually yeah. another player. Is it John Cruyff? Yeah, John Cruyff. It's, yeah, everybody. yeah. It's, no matter what playing, you are born, true, true. He's playing the coaching, everything. He touched everything. He touched, um, that's crazy. Anything you want to like, think about in football, then he got yeah, touched everything. Know, sometimes you just think, okay, some people uh, they influence the game and their influence stop when they played. This yeah. guy became a coach. Like even took it to Barcelona, whereby I think to this day it's probably in the top three for like uh, See, most trophies won by a manager. The yeah, style of I, I, yes, yes. Well. Pep again. It was one I made Pep Pep now as a player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And every 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 coach is adopting his style of play. Yeah, the total, total football thing that everybody is doing now. It was when he was playing football with um, the Netherlands, whereby they actually made it to the final of the World Cup. Like they lost to West Germany. That was even when this total football thing actually became something. Then when he now became a manager, I think he now even took it up a notch to another level. So I think Cruyff is one of those names whereby in most people's yeah. top five, so when you even see a lot of these guys like tacticals, don't even do top five, you always see Cruyff there for a reason. He has so to yeah, be there. He does. The yeah, list is not there. it's not proper. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and another is, person I never I never watched this person play. Yeah. I never watch him play, but obviously there are movies, and you've seen players talk about him, talk about him, and never it's like the style of play is interesting. It's Pele, Pele, which is yes, yeah. the samba dance, whatever with the Brazilian players yeah. and everything. Yeah. They're just interesting to watch generally, and I don't know. Yeah, I just I, what, what was unique about what was unique about Pele was that most of these skills we see now, you see that he has done it before. Exactly. That was all a lot of the skills. Yeah, a lot of the skills that we, like if you even watch clips, you'll be like, ah, some of these skills that you thought okay, maybe it was one of these other Brazilian guys when they I just started doing it. You just appealed. Yeah, done them before. Pele did this before. Effortlessly enjoying himself. Or I remember watching that man. That man is good. Did you ever watch that movie? Is yeah, I did. Yeah, it that is. That's, that's one of the things that made me fall in love more with Brazilian style. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> were Black like, niggas are so I remember they were saying, they were saying stuff like uh, the style of play, Joga Bonito could not win. Like, I cannot win playing like that. Like, I have to play mm-hmm. a much more... And he went on to win more. They won. Even, even before they won, Pele was injured. Now, they kicked him. I think the first game was it? Yeah, yeah. They kick my guy, my guy going injured. I was like, ah, this guy is not playing again. And do, do you know there's there's one funny thing that people say. They used to say that he was playing against farmers, but do you know what? That's not true. Farmers, because, because he was literally winning the World Cup against the best players in the world, and those guys were in not the world. Yeah. So that means the Brazilian league was one of the best leagues in the world at that point in time. So for you to be winning the World Cup with other Brazilian players, because remember then, if you if you don't play for Brazil, I mean, if you don't play in Brazil as a Brazilian, they will not call you. Up. Yeah, they won't call you up at So, so if you're now if you're now saying that uh, okay, the guys that play in the Brazilian league that play for the Brazilian national team are winning the World Cup against the rest of the world, it shows that they are actually class. Yeah, exactly. So that farmer's logic does not actually make sense. Not cap, total cap. Honestly, so I think this yeah. these are the people that changed the view yeah. football for me. Yeah. Okay, so you mentioned Ronaldo. Yeah, you mentioned Messi. Yeah. You mentioned Torres for you. Then you yes. mentioned Harry and Pele. Okay, that, I think yes. that's okay, that's six or uh, five. Um, Dami, how about you? Do you have some suggestions you want to put out? Yeah, um, the few players, the ones mostly like I watched growing up. Yeah, and um, goalkeeper wise, while I was growing up, a really influential goalkeeper was obviously. Um, Peter Cech and Van der Sar to me, both of them like Peter Cech because obviously his his record for fifteen goals conceded yeah. in the Premier League season. Like I don't think people realize, I don't think people realize how ridiculous that stat is. Like to concede a fifteen goals in thirty eight games, 
and yeah. some of them were were penalties. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, so like, come on, man. Like, yeah, that is credit to the defense as well, not just to him. Yes. Like, yeah, it's true. Chelsea's team, but there's only so much the defense can do yeah. sometimes. Like, it was it's an unbelievable stat, and Van der Sar, like, he was he was really influential in Manchester United being how dominant we are. We were mm-hmm. in the the late. 2000s and yeah early 2010s but yeah, yeah he was those are in terms of goalkeeper those are my two um, but there's the, obviously the OG the OG goalkeeper that everybody talks about Yashin that's obviously why they give the Yashin award, the Yashin award, award. Yeah. I did obviously didn't watch him but legends say yeah. he was he was a real deal um, in terms of like centre backs, like while I was growing up, honestly, the the best centre back I saw was John Terry. That's that's my personal opinion. Like he was he was unbelievable, man. He was solid on the ball. He had he was a goal threat. I think he has a goal stat, like most goals for a a defender or something like that. And obviously, defensively, he was he was just tough to get past, man. Like, yeah, he was. He was ridiculous. And obviously, there there are so many close calls. Another another defender I liked watching while I was growing up was he real Ferdinand as well like in his prime he was in his prime he was really good a lot of people mention people like Puyo but I've watched Puyo growing up I'm not gonna lie Puyo was ass <laughs> like Puyo was well you wouldn't say ass but I, I, I think I think him being like, captain was I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to call him top 3 he's no, not he's no, went bro he's yeah. not good like, like I've watched this guy like here yeah, on the ball he's decent cool but defensively my god but yeah, um, right backs. Okay, the best right back I've ever seen. It has to be, it has to be Cafu. But a close second would be um Danny Alves. Danny Alves was a ridiculous right back, man. He he was stubborn defensively. Like people think because of how good he was going forward, he was like a bomb defensively. Nah, was, <laughs> that guy was hard to dribble. Like he was. He wasn't lamb defensively, but he was good he, defensively. He was a real deal, like. And he obviously, yeah, but Kafu is like an OG man. Like, he had everything. He could attack, he could defend. He was a real leader, like OG. Then left back. Um, oh, who was, I think, best left back. My favorite left back while growing up. It's funny how a lot of these guys are Chelsea players. It was Ashley Cole. Ashley Cole, innit? Yeah. Ashley Cole, I don't yeah. Yeah. Ashley Cole was, he was yeah. really good, man. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. a lot of people. Can you remember? Yeah, Dami, can you he, remember that game against Atletico 2013 14 season? Mm-hmm. And let's go. Was in his. I mean, this. I mean, Ashtuko was already in his late thirties then, or mid thirties. But he still, he like still had an amazing performance. performance. Crazy. I, I remember that game because I watched it. I remember that game. I, I could not believe what I was watching. He was. He's. A, he was a real deal. Yeah. But yeah. No, opinion, yeah. It's obviously best, best, best left back in Premier League. There's obviously what's his name, um, Roberto Carlos. But I, I didn't watch him that well. I didn't, I didn't watch him that well. Yeah, but I saw from from all these comps and all these things, he looks he looks solid. But yeah, with like I said, this is personally to me, people yeah, I've watched. Yeah. yeah, Ashley Cole. Then in midfield, I'm gonna go traditional and look and pick a DM. Then a box to box. Then maybe a ten. So the DM, I think the best DM I saw or watched while I was growing up has to be this is a tough one because there were lots out there I want to know what you see this is really tough man that position was weird because I'm gonna go ah, it's really tough you know what I'm gonna go if you called Makalili man that's Mm. just me I did not even see I did not even see you calling that Makalili was for those of you that watched him proper, because I watched him, like, because obviously Man United and Chelsea were the pinnacle of their game, and like, yeah, yeah that's so I watched but, but... this guy a lot, and he was, you guys, when I say, you know how we look at all these them Kaisedo and all these guys that are just hard to dribble past, yeah, like yeah. that guy was him, like he was, he was horrible, very solid. like he was horrible to play against. Trust me, you wouldn't. <laughs> he was an asshole. He was such a good tackler, like, yeah. and you know, there's difference between tackling and technical tackling. Like, he mm. knows where to put his leg to yeah. get to that ball off of you. He knows I, where I to position himself. I think he was kind of the one that made that DM. Yeah, like, yeah, he, he he was, and I love. I don't. I'm not a big fan of DMs that 
controlled ball. I'm a DM. I'm a fan of DMs that that destroy. Like get rid of the ball, protect your back four kind of DMs. That's that's what I like. Mm. It's preference. Like if you're it's a type of guy that preference. loves the beautiful game and everything, that you want like a more a more Sergio like Busquets type of mm-hmm. um, DM. That's yeah, that's, that's all good. Because Busquets was is an incredible footballer, the most precious yeah. player in of all time to me. I don't think it's possible to press him. But yeah, I prefer Makalili, but close second would be Sergio Busquets. Um, exactly. My holding midfielder type of player, it would have to be Xavi, man. Nobody better than him, man. Like he revolutionized that role. Like he is he's unbelievable. DLP. Like I've he was he was good. He could he could dribble his man. That wasn't his best part of his game but he could do it when it was necessary the best part of his game was what position did Zidane play then? Zidane was a kind of a box to box or slash 10 he was more of a an advanced eight, if you want yeah, to be honest. Yeah, if yeah, like I said, if if you you could put him in a system and he could be the ten, or he could he could be a box to box like advanced eight kind of. Yeah, team well, he was best. Okay, he was best having like a free role. Yeah, like, he's one of those players that you don't want to restrict. Yeah. Just let him do his thing. Yeah, but yeah, Shavi, Shavi would have been there for me, man. And then if I was gonna give that that kind of player. That the freedom kind of ten, then it would have to be Zidane, man. Like unbelievable passing, shooting, <laughs> dribbling, ball carrying, leadership. What, what more do you want? He had it all. Like he had it all. Even in the air, he was good. Like an unbelievable player. Really, yeah. I think he had everything. He had yeah, I think my left wing and right wing are quite obvious. Like the two greatest footballers of all time to me: Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi. Cristiano yeah. on the left, Lionel Messi on the right. I don't think I need to expand on who I those did. players are and nah, what they've nah. Everybody like, knows. They, have, they are the real... They've changed the game. <laughs> Their records that they've set are going to be there and, and comfortable for hundreds of years to come. That's if they will even be ever broken. But yeah, who knows? Now, the tricky one is the nine. <laughs> there have been so many nines There's that I so personally many. loved so many. while I was growing up. So many, like, so, so many. But, in terms of goal scoring, ability, and influential, the best nine I watched while I was growing up has to be Samuel Eto. Uh, like, Samuel Eto. Yeah, Samuel Eto. Samuel Eto. Samuel Eto was my striker ever. Samuel Eto was was wonderful. Wow. Let me let me explain for, for those of you mm-hmm. that might be doubting my decision. Now, first of all, he the Cameroon team that he, he played in, it wasn't star studded there were other african teams that had a way better like like team in general and this guy carried that team to an afcon win he did that so he's done it for his country like there's not a doubt he's done it for his country other other star players couldn't even do it for their country cool now in terms of club like i think I don't really need to say what he's done. He won two trebles back to back, and he wasn't a passenger in these treble winning teams. Like he, he was, he was there. Yeah, although in the Inter Milan team he played in, he didn't play as a focal nine. But we all know his main position is a nine. Like obviously because of tactical reasons, Mourinho used him as a left winger and Melito as main nine. But he's a nine. Like he did it in Barcelona. Like Pep didn't like him. Pep, actually, if, if you knew about Pep then, he didn't like him, but he didn't have a choice but to he play. He didn't like him. Yeah, he didn't have it. He was one of those players that he didn't like the way he played, but this guy is a bad man. Like, in Messi's first two seasons, Messi wasn't the main man in that Barker team. Like, it was Eto. Like, re- do your research. It was Eto. Eto was the what? talisman. 2004. When they yeah, finally got Henri and all of that, then they were free to let him go. I personally think he's clear of Thierry Henry. He said it once before that he's better than him, and he knows why he said it. Obviously, look like looking at the way both of them play football, like you, you, if you're an aesthetics kind of person, you love Henri, which I do. I love Thierry Henry, man, like outstanding player. But if you're gonna tell me like who can do it all at the biggest stage. Henri had that thing where he couldn't even score in finals and his form at Barcelona was kind of like, you know, sketchy. But you can't tell me anything about Eto. Eto has been there, done it. He's outstanding. Greatest striker while of me watching. A close second to me would be Thierry Henry and even though this guy isn't a striker, but I put it, I just need to put him here. Because he's the greatest Englishman of all time to me. He's Wayne Rooney. Like, like Waza. Yeah. 
Wayne Rooney, he needs to be, he needs to be spoken about. Like, to me, say it, yeah. He's the great, he's the no, great. Ah, come you know on, Sam. Rooney was. I even, look, come I on, now, like, Sam. Like, like, Rooney like, is, Rooney was the real deal. Like, like, Sam, Sam, do you, do you get how crazy that is? Like, I, I hated United. You know how much I hate United? But Rooney, I loved him. He was him. <sighs> he, he was who made me smile, like, while I was growing up, man. Like, <laughs> I loved him. And it was him. Like, and then, okay, now I have one honorable mention that that okay. should be in his list, but obviously because of talent. Yeah. Because of there's so many people that are above him, I just couldn't put him there. Now, there was a player that I loved while I was growing up. Like, I really wanted him on my team. Like, and Man United were linked to him quite a lot, but it just never happened. He was my favourite midfielder like, while growing up. Like, like, I tried to even play like him at some point like and his name is Wesley yeah. I love this Nigel so so much so so much like he was wait, bro, bro, wait 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 she said you tried Before to play like, like, him. like when? Ha, when I was small now like, I used to, like <laughs> I, you know how you're in the playground you know how you're in the playground and you yeah, mentioned yeah. Uh, Ronaldinho mm-hmm. right yeah. saying Nigel like he was that good to me. I loved him. He was a real. He was a journeyman as well. He went to Real Madrid. It didn't really work out for him at Real Madrid. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, he, went, he was at That's Inter, Ajax. He went all over the place, and he was he was talented, man. Like he. He was him. But yeah, man. That's that's mine. And then obviously Johan Cruyff. Obviously, like Samuel said before, like. He literally has his skill name named after him, like, <laughs> like, like the turn. And then obviously what he did in his managerial career at Ajax and at Barcelona, yeah. it's, it was unbelievable. He changed the game. What we have now, the kind of nerdy football that everybody's playing now, he started because this of him. Yeah, so like he's influential, man. Yeah, solidness, honestly, like there's not, nothing I can dispute there. Because at the end of the day, Influential to you could also mean, you know, who you loved the most when, you know, growing up or who you loved watching growing up. Because I remember thinking about uh, when I was growing up, you know, United were like the best team in in the world for, for a period at, at one point. And when Rooney was like the focal point, you know, there was a period whereby he was better than Ronaldo. Yes. Yeah. Mm. There, was, there was a period... When, I don't know I about think, that one. No, I mean, when Ronaldo was still coming up. Oh. Yeah, Rooney was a teenage wonder kid. He hit off yeah. at 16. Because remember, Ronaldo joined in 03, Rooney joined in 04. Mm-hmm. Then, I'm saying, for those, that I think the two, three-year period, two years, that's the two years, um, Rooney was better. Yeah, because yeah, Ronaldo was, was still learning. Like Yeah, he was better. Kid. Yeah, and you know they were both prospects, but I'm saying even as prospects initially, initially yeah Rooney you could have yeah. seen you could have thought you could Rooney have already seen like Rooney was already the real like he wasn't the real but he was closer to what you would have wanted him to be you, you feel me now you get what I'm saying mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because because I remember that strike against Arsenal <laughs> this yeah dude was, this dude was 16 doing shit like that things I was seeing about Ferguson do now as a forward in the Premier League they were thinking is crazy uh, but Rooney was doing this thing back then. I honestly, I think if you even talk about English strikers right now, I think even not for Harry Kane, honestly, I don't know, I don't know when next uh, England we're going to see a player like Rooney because Rooney even when he started to decline, you could actually still play him in the midfield because I remember there was a period where he was playing as a number ten. For do you, do you even know the funny thing? That guy went to was it the MLS in America? And was yeah, it was yeah, doing crazy things. I remember that. I remember that and assist, yeah, assist. In, that was what in, came in to my edge traits. Yeah, that 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 and the assist. I was crazy, but honestly, if I'm even talking about like most influential players that I watched growing up, mm. uh, I think Tassias, man, it was Tassias for me. I remember there was a period whereby he was even getting benched in the league, and uh, Diego Lopez was the goalkeeper. For Real Madrid in La Liga, yeah. used to annoy me because I actually liked watching Madrid then, and I fe- I felt like it was kind of unfair, you know, having to watch Casillas being relegated to like a number two role. But um, it was it was Casillas for me. I remember when I even used to play when he um, uh, passed two thousand and four. I think that's the game I probably played the most growing up. 
it was always Cassias, Cassias, man. I think that was the goalkeeper I really loved watching. And when I remember when Madrid finally won, you know, a Champions League for the first time that I watched growing up. That was 2014. I was just happy like it I finally Atletico. saw him. Oh. against Atletico. Like, I was so happy that I finally saw Cassias like win this because it was him. Because I even remember even back then people were always talking about Buffon. Uh, and that time, Noya was no, the best goalkeeper yeah. in the world. Yeah. But Cassias was still my favorite at that point, man. And I think obviously the other obvious choice is Noya because you know now we have a lot of ball playing goalkeepers, and and the truth of the matter is Noya was the one that really made this thing like work, uh, like work. If you, you get because he did it on Bayern Munich that were like the best team at one point. I mean that 2013 period where they won the Champions League against uh, against Borussia Dortmund. I think Neuer is really one of the most influential goalkeepers of all time, if you even think about it, because he really took ball playing to another level. Yes, it has actually cost him sometimes, like if you look at the World Cup against uh, South Korea. But if you're talking about body of work, entire career, I think Neuer has to be a name that will be mentioned. Then there's another name that I'm actually surprised you guys didn't mention, is George Ware. Well, to be honest, I, I never watched him yeah. play like that. Because, because George Ware was like, even if I wasn't able to watch him play, you know, live then, but being able to even watch clips and even read about this guy. This guy is the only African player that I've actually ever won the Ballon d'Or up to this date. Like, he beat out Come the likes. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and he probably exactly, see, it's actually difficult because even now, <laughs> we get, we are, we're always happy when we see African players even nominated for Ballon d'Or. I think the closest we saw, but it wasn't actually close. The closest we've seen is Sadio Mane finishing, I yes. think it was in the top three. And it wasn't like he was close to winning it. So the fact <coughs> that George Weah won the Ballon d'Or back then with AC Milan, I think it's just like a testament to how well, how good he was in that season and in his prime. And honestly, I, I think another name obviously would be, uh, you know, Maradona because I think before Messi, we actually had Maradona. And if you Actually, go back and like, if you're like a history nerd, like I am sometimes, you know, look at that 82, was it, no, is it 86? Yeah, is it 82, 86 uh, World Cup team that uh, Argentina actually had? They actually had a lot of bombs, let me forget, that, or mediocre players, man. And this thing actually carried those guys to a World Cup win, like, it's unheard of. Because, yes, we saw Messi win it this year, but everybody knew that that team was actually good enough to actually... And the World Cup was rigged. Yes, debatable, but we actually have to be honest. Not debatable. This, this, this Argentina team has not lost in two years, so you can actually tell like, these guys are really good now compared to penalty Maradona. every game, bro. That's not normal. They actually <laughs> have penalties almost every game, bro. Like, <laughs> but not to take anything away from Messi, of course. Bro, like, me, I'm taking things away, bro. You don't want to take <laughs> me, I'm taking things away. See, now you're not taking anything away. I think another name for me has to be Beckham. And, and the reason why I mentioned Beckham is because his influence on the way players actually are marketed now. You know, now, going are the days where our players are just looked at for what they do on the pitch. Now, players are an entire brand now. Like, look, look, look at when Beckham was playing football. The amount of deals this guy was getting. Gillette, Pepsi, Adidas. So many... Like Beckham was, and he married a Spice Girl, and he married the Spice Girl again. Like at that point, and that was when you know he he started dating. I think he he got with her when he was at Manchester United. I think really David Beckham was like the first, one of the first. You know, he was the lens. first global superstar. Like yeah, let's put it that way. Yeah, because it was not just what he was doing on the pitch. He was actually able to trans transfer. Like, like he did what he did what Michael Jordan did in basketball in football. Like yeah, he football. became yeah, like exactly. an image, a brand. He created like a brand for himself. Brand like, himself. Brand. Even even to this day, like people that don't watch football know who David Beckham is. That's like the truth yeah. of the matter. That is what you brand is. You exceed what you do. Like exactly even just like how people that don't watch basketball know who Michael Jordan is. That's exactly what it is. That's what David Beckham did then. And I think it's a name that has to be mentioned. Then I think another name for me is Iniesta, man. Because that that, that midfield trio of Busquets, Xavier, and uh, um, Iniesta. Iniesta was fantastic. I mean, we saw him in the World Cup. He was even the goal. We won and scored the winning goal in the World Cup. But just how we like, changed that role. You know? 
that hybrid, um, you know, eight and number ten role. That you know, I don't like that guy. Do you know I, I know why? Because he's shameless. Because bro, why is he still playing now? <laughs> he doesn't I, want to retire, man. Bro, he's, still he's still playing and now. He's still so playing. And he's still balling. Nah, he's he's still playing. Playing. Nah, he's he's playing. Playing. Nah, he's he's playing. Playing. Nah, he's he's playing. Playing. Nah, he's you don't want to retire. Because you know, still playing some nasty passes in that team. Like for the rest of your life. And so players just really want to enjoy it. But honestly, it's another name that has to be mentioned. Bro, go and play in that PK's Kings League, bro. If you want to play ball. That Kings League. That Kings League is not professional now. It's just... Bro, at the end, should be you won't play ball and you won't catch your crews. <laughs> bro, play there. But you won't tell me if Ronaldo, if Ronaldo reaching age, Ronaldo will stop to the play ball in the way. How old is Ronaldo right now? Like 38. In the answer, should be like 41. But he should be with his grandkids. 40, 41. You want them, you want them if Ronaldo is 40, he would stop playing. Nah, I don't think he would want, to, I think he would have stopped. Why? Because his body would tell him, bro, leave me. If I do. Nah, you guys, you guys are actually hitting on Inessa. I need to calm down. She's not even 40. Uh-uh. How old is he? He's 39 now. Bro, if you see that guy, you could see that man at 50 years old already. Yeah, even when they won the World Cup, then he already looked old because of his receding hairline and all. They do a transplant. That's how you know a baller. There's only no scent. True, sure. Don't put question. I beg, I beg, I beg. Damn, are you a baller? Of course. You know that. You know this? That was bad. I saw what you did there. I saw what you did there. I saw it coming. He's not even scared. Yeah. I saw what you did there. Obviously. Then the same thing is Another thing I think we should actually talk about is Jean-Marc Bosman. You guys have heard of, you know, when they say players live on Bosman ruling. Yeah, I think the free... Free agents, yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. the one that actually made it possible because back when he played for Standard Liège, his contract was up. Then teams were actually trying to get him, but they still had to pay a fee to his club, so he had to stay. Imagine. Then he now sued the club, and then the I mean, from since that since that time where he actually won the case, was ruled that players who are free agents or their contracts were up should be allowed to leave and join other clubs without. I, I think I, I heard I heard about this thing when when Lewandowski wanted to leave Dortmund and now the Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, when he left and Lewandowski should thank to this day should be thanking Jean-Marc Bosman because even not for him, Dortmund would have actually probably gotten money from Bayern Bayern Munich and he would have gone for free. I mean Bayern Munich he really enjoyed this free agency thing you know, because remember I think Mario got there again. I think it was the same thing as well. Mm-hmm. They did the same oh, thing. Oh, guys, since we're talking about the Bundesliga right now, do you guys want to know a very funny and stupid fact about Bundesliga? What's up? So, you know, in the Bundesliga, yeah? Yeah. You, you, if you score three goals, it's not necessarily a hat-trick. In the Bundesliga, a hat-trick is when you score the three goals consecutively. So, let's say, you know Harry Kane's goal last week, um, hat-trick last yeah. week? Yeah. He scored two, then... Somebody else scored, and then he now scored the third one. So it's not a hat trick. He doesn't get much ball. No way. I swear. No it's not way. A in Germany. It's not a hat trick. You have to score three without interruption. That's weird. That is when it's a hat trick. I'm like, bro, nah, man. This this nonsense. Bro. These guys <laughs> are edgy. Nonsense. These guys are edgy, man. Like, what uh-huh. the hell is that? That's bullshit. Yeah, for King, man. I was really excited give, for him. Give me my match board, Joe. You did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> give me my match board. Yeah, score three. Boom, boom. What do you call me the points? Bro, like, I me, mean, I don't go grill. Give me my match board, Joe. Things they three go. Uh, make, make I not assist my, my, my teammates now. I think what's even funny about it is, I think what I've seen before is, I don't know if it's the same one as Bundesliga, but I saw it somewhere that I think if you don't score all the, the three goals in the same half or something like that, then it's not seen as a hat-trick per se. Uh-uh. I can't remember where I think. It's it's this one. But like, it's just weird. It's a weird... Um, very, very, very weird. Very. Rule. Like, ah, uh-uh. Three goals now, three goals now. We, we seem to imagine. So, it's just like, imagine if Messi was playing in the Bundesliga and I tell him uh, when he was calling his hat-trick, most of his hat-tricks will not be counted as hat-tricks because... 
<laughs> but you know, you know what's funny about that as well? Like, you can see how, yeah, like, a country FA, like, a country being in charge of football, like, yeah. everybody has different rules, like, different rules, rules. yeah, exactly. That's why I'm not a big fan of, like, like the fact that France football are the ones that hand out the Ballon d'Or. Mm. Like, we shouldn't give them... We should give, it should have credibility to you. But the best award <laughs> should be the FIFA Men's Best Award. Like, that should yeah. be the most credible. Because France football, one, I don't like the fact that it's journalists that determine it, one. Both, yeah, it should be players. Two... It is very biased to the French, like obviously FA and everything. Like, they have a huge say, so like it just doesn't tickle my fancy like that, man. But yeah, yeah. Now I think now I think I, w- I want to talk about countries. We could go by different countries that you feel like have given us the most to enjoy in football, the most ballers in the last decade or let's say even the last two decades. Ballers, obviously. I think the the most is the, the most. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. one should be Brazil, man. Like, Brazil. I, could, I could go on and on and on and start mentioning ballers from the year two thousand to. And now. just one position. That's the best part. Yeah, different positions, man. Like one still. They've had uh, they apart from the obvious ones. One of my favorite Brazilian players in the last two decades is Robinho, man. Like that mm. guy, <laughs> he mm. was good. If not, good. he just had that. Obviously, he had the normal Brazilian gene of Play, I like yeah. to no, nah, I like to party and all that nonsense. Like and he, and yeah, he didn't take his career as serious as it should serious. be. Like, he was the real deal, man. Like skills, he could do it. Finishing, he could do it. Like these guys, I, I need you guys to understand. These guys didn't have a weak parts to their game. Like <laughs> they could finish, they could assist, they could score. Their dribbling was elite. They could ball carry. Yeah. everything even that pressing thing if you want them to press bro these guys will press for you is either one of them was cursed with injuries or they just weren't serious with their career that was it that was really it like that, that was, was it. so look I'm at Kaka now Kaka was injuries that ruined him yeah it was injuries because our brother was not doing all the partying mm. yeah he wasn't it was, it was about it was Jesus. Jesus boy yeah, it was funny game. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking at the likes of okay, enter club, Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho. Enter, enter club, Ronaldinho. bro. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Rocky? I should have chopped into like, you, Joe. The likes of Ronaldinho now, hey, you know, those ones, those ones partied. They, party. they, yeah. This guy, he didn't even remember that was being Jesus' boy. Never said to the dude Jesus' boy, but never the party. Adriano is his loss of his dad and injury. Loss of his really, dad, yeah. yeah. I really messed him up. Everything for him. No Brazilian that yeah. was really hoping that was going to be a baller, but I don't even understand his career is Pato. Like, mm. Pato in AC Milan, I was yeah, always watching. He spoke about it recently. He said yeah. he had got to his head. And that was where... I remember that his goal against Barcelona, man. Sick goal. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> man, was you nice. know what's funny? You know what's funny, that, yeah. that guy played for Chelsea. I knew you were going to see it. I, I knew. Yeah, I remember. I remember. <laughs> you know how many useless good ballers Chelsea just wasted? You know, <laughs> Ricardo, you know Ricardo Charisma played for Chelsea? Yeah, Charisma played for Chelsea. Robert played for Chelsea. Like, so many people played for Chelsea. That Robert played for Chelsea. Yes. yes. They were not supposed to be there. They were not there. <laughs> Guy, plenty, plenty. <laughs> if you think about it, but you know the first true baller they had in like the Premier League is Gianfranco Zola. Zola. Yeah, it was Zola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, look, he paved the way for a lot of these mm-hmm. foreigners. A lot. They didn't like all of these players that had flair like that. You know, Premier League was like, no, he had a reputation for all these hard hitting physical leagues. Mm-hmm. Like this, this um, myth or about this, you know, uh, let me say stereotype of the Premier League has been going on for a long time then when Zola came in and this was not when Chelsea were good though. I hope you guys remember this is not when they were good yeah this is when they were mid they were a mid table like, so good that time yeah this is when and it was their first super like bro this guy was a star it was a star for them then they, they had Crespo flopped very sure. now Crespo Chelsea came had... Crespo came in the area where Abramovich was there so yeah 
many players came when Abramovich was there. But yeah, Z- Zola yeah. was the one. He came before the Abramovich era. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Abramovich yeah. met him there. From right, then you guys made very important like signings from no, like, like, other English signings, like yeah, Lampard, see. John Terry. If then, like, at, yeah, if I'm looking at the most influential teams of that era, Premier League era, I think you have to put that that Chelsea team there. I think Arsenal as well. Arsenal, yeah, of course. Arsenal teams. And, and Arsene Wenger is probably Arsene one Wenger of the most... Himself. He, he's him. one of the most influential, influential. coaches because he's coaching, the one that started yeah, all this. Now, forget the about nutrition. his type of football. Yeah, nutrition, nutrition. and diet. Yeah. Like, footballers should be eating a certain Bro, type of thing. Footballers were vibes before... Like, footballers came. could actually just smoke randomly, like, eat Bro, these guys were not healthy. It was... I mean, obviously, you have to still train and do all that. But he brought the sports science aspect. Yeah, into football. Yeah, into football. That's why they call him the professor now, man. Nigga, he no. He's just, he's just sad. You know, even <laughs> when he was good, the the kind of profile of players he actually had, they were a mix of flair and the physical. But you remember mm-hmm. towards the mid yeah, mid two thousands, he actually went away from that, from having the likes of Vieira. In your midfield to just having very soft guys like Ramsey. Alexander Haleb. They were just all very technically gifted yeah. footballers. But that physical side was not like there. Uh-huh. I think like that. Like yeah, just, look at look at your mommy. Look at your, look at United. <laughs> look at the guys they actually had then. I think we had yeah, that edge over them. Yeah, because obviously, yeah. Manchester United players, players, players are going to kill you. Yeah, from, like, the, from exactly. the strikers, Cantona, them, them. We had Cantona was a <laughs> man. Aaron like, I like that's really important in football, man. Just having dogs in your team, yeah, yeah very yeah, important, exactly, man. Exactly. Even, and again, this guy was the then then I had this nigga come off the bench to score, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Baby face assassin. Baby face assassin. Yeah. Then they had Dwight York. If you remember Dwight York. Dwight York. Yeah. And the cool. Andy cool. Andy cool. Try. Yeah. I don't think people like, realize that Andy Cole is one of the greatest strikers in, in, in Premier League history. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, people don't realize how good that Newcastle, guy was. United man, that guy was good. You know another <laughs> underrated striker in the Premier League era that I loved, Jermaine Defoe. Loved that guy. Bro, Finish and he was up. a Johnny man. Finisher. Is he, is he like, playing? You won't kill him. Do you know where his best um, is like his best period was? Spurs. Spurs, yes. Yeah, Spurs, definitely. Yeah. Spurs. When he was with Bill. Was a wonderful player, man. Yeah, I loved yeah, I loved him. The man before. Yeah, Just two yeah. years ago, ah. man. Yeah, man. Yeah. The I think the last time I saw the last time we saw him in the Premier League, I think he played for uh Sunderland. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember Bradley. Out. I don't know if you guys remember that Bradley Lowry kid that had cancer, that died. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he Jermaine yeah. Defoe was was really there for him final yeah, days he before really he died. For him. I remember, I remember that. Yeah. That was really a sad period, man. Yeah, man. R.I.P. Bradley, man. Yeah, R.I.P. Mm. But yeah. honestly, honestly, I, I I want us to do an eleven. Let's start in eleven now. Ronaldo and Messi, number one. No, who will be the goalkeeper? Who will be the goalkeeper? Check. You know, obviously, from, from the names you mentioned, let me mention the goalkeepers that we've mentioned. We've mentioned Czech, uh, Van der Sar, and Neuer. And I mentioned Cassius. Cassius. Gamali puts 0405 check. The, the thing is just in check. Which one? Is it check? I, 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 I'll go with Czech as well. Uh, yeah, I think I'll, his best thing is go with Czech. Yeah, I think it's Czech. Then, obviously, left back. I think we mentioned... Ashley Cole. Ashley Cole. We, we mentioned Ashley Cole. We mentioned... Uh, I think Ashley Cole is really the prominent name we mentioned here. Yes. Right back, Daniel Alves. Well, we but, mentioned Carfu. But I never watched Carfu, so I don't know. You know, he was part of that. I was I was thinking, nobody nobody mentioned Philip Lamb. Yeah, no, see, yeah, that, that guy wasn't OP enough for me, man. He's a very he good a, player, but yeah, he was a very good no. player. And he's probably, you see, if you're ever looking at the most well rounded, all round, uh, well rounded right backs, he's probably the best out of all of them. But he didn't have that 
you know, that flair. That, that factor, yeah. yeah. That aura. But he was probably better than those guys, you feel me? This guy never got a red card. I don't think he ever got a red card. Never. I don't think he ever got a red card. And he actually made this never. transition from right back to midfield as well. Yeah, when Pep was yeah. do now, he actually did it before him. And it was really good. Really, and really good. And it was really good. And he yeah. retired very early. I think he retired good. before he was 35. Good, good for him, Michelle. Shadow the near the X. Okay, so so who are we, who are we putting on that right back? Who are yeah, just looking at? Well, I think I think I think we'll probably remove Danny Alves and put maybe Calf with it. Calf, you never even won the World Cup and Calf. Then now it's the centre backs because we mentioned we mentioned the likes of John uh, T, John Terry. We mentioned uh Rio. I think we mentioned. Sorry, can can I can I add someone that I actually loved when he was still young and crazy and mad? I know it's Ramos you're talking about. No. Yes. No. Yes. That guy gave me so much joy. Not not no. not his his stance. Just those wicked tackles. Those gave me joy in my heart. My goodness. that's how you play, you fool. Yeah, that's how you. Really oh, play. Bro, watch. That's he how you always play. he he escapes red card most times. Pepe goes for yes, red card and all the shit. Most red cards. For defender, I know, I know, but still, like, so uh, how much did you really escape? I think for center backs, yeah, it would be wrong if we didn't put the only center back that's won a ballon d'or. It's him we're putting, obviously, Calavaro, Calavaro, and we didn't even mention Maldini, which is even the yeah. prime name. Uh, those those are the goats. If, yeah, if, yeah, if you mention those ones, we're bouncing Rio yeah. and John T. Yes, but what I'm saying is he played more. How do I put it? He played more as a uh, as a, I think was it as a fullback than as a centre back. That was kind of what it was. So because mm. he had he had a large spell playing as a left back, then as a centre back, then towards the uh, you know tail end of his career as a right back. So the thing is, do we really put him there for a centre back or fullback? You you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Let's pick John Terry and Canavaro. All right, I think that's fair. Fair enough. I think that's actually fair. Yeah. Because I so, think JT will enter most people's. Uh, he has to. Yeah, I think he enter most people's. Listen, anyway, then I will so, just have to look at midfield. What formation are we using? Four three well, three. I think I think it's four three three to be even. Okay, so we need a solid DM because he's the yeah. only one, a destroyer. We, we all know who the solid DM is, anyway. I think obviously it's going to be because we we spoke about Makalele. Yes, we did. Yeah, right. And yeah. because I don't want to put, I don't want us putting anybody who could play DM as well. I don't know who was the DM and was like the guy as a DM because I think yeah, Makalele. Yeah, I think that's fair. Now box to box. Yeah, but Chavi is already in there because we we mentioned him, so I think remains one now. Zidane. Yeah, I think that probably wraps it up midfield. I think it's Zidane. Yeah. yeah. I think that's Zidane. Zidane. Yeah. Then now, this is uh, the front three. I think Messi and Ronaldo picked themselves. Yes. So, now who is going oh, to be our man? Are we really is... putting Zidane? Wait, wait. Are we putting Zidane over Van Cruyff? Oh. I thought it was yeah, based that... on people we watch, we watch growing yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That Dutch nigga out of here, influence. man. Who are we being? You call for it, Joe. So, I keep it with that. Is that what you Yes, Joe. Yes. Okay. You know, you know, you'll probably be the coach. Eh, eh, now you're talking. Don't find room for that. It has to be there somehow, somehow. But see, the striker one is where it would be funny because we have messed Yes, because we're going to argue this shit out. I'm going to argue. You can't tell me you pick it's going to be based off of stats and achievements because okay, yeah, ne- Nifemi, well, you know what, Nifemi, ask each or every one of us our nomination and then we're gonna have yeah, to I think that's that's all yeah, we're going to have to yeah, okay, so you, Samo, who's your Henry. okay, dummy, um, Samueletto, I'm picking Pele, so now that's difficult. Uh-uh. Now, cheese be that. Show you you watch Pele when no, you grow up. Nah, nah, like, so it's it's as if I'm playing FIFA and go and pick classic leave him, SI. Leave him, leave him, leave him. I already uh-huh. have something. I already have something that I used to remove Pele. Pele played <laughs> without offside. Please. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> <what he laughs> 
It's a myth. It's literally a myth. It's not a myth, bro. He literally played without offside. It's a myth. Ah. How which one is it a myth? When was offside invented? You you believe it was invented in 2006? Yeah, one no, of it wasn't invented in 2006. But when was it invented? It was invented after he even retired. Hey, hey, bro. <laughs> yes, now do your research, bro. Nigga was staying behind defenders. He has no worry about offside trap. Scoring goals. Oh, get that nigga out there, man. Oh, oh, okay. But for you, bro, we do not watch Pele. So you know they put Pele for anything. Pele, go. Pele, ni. Now, we are waiting for you to mention your person. Fine, since you guys don't want us to mention Pele because it seems like a cheat, and you, you want yeah. to stick with who we watched, Abby. Yes, okay. See, if I'm sticking with who we watched, right, then yeah. the striker for me has to be either Thierry Henry because he's him I watched the most. Thank you, he's your, he's your favorite, and he's, he's your my favorite. favorite. Yeah, you guys yes. know he's my favorite, so yes, exactly. he's kind of he's you know, son. Growing up, he was the first Jesse I ever like had. I didn't yes, guy, you get the O two, the O two Arsenal Jesse. Yeah, the O two, and I wasn't even an Arsenal fan. My brother was an Arsenal fan, but we didn't find two Henry jerseys, and I didn't have a Liverpool jersey in the like in the market, so I just took that one. Man, yeah, I think it's Henry. So I think two beats one, dummy. No, Sorry. calm down, man. Let's first check like their stats. No, see. Wait till you This is how it's very simple now. Let's check their stats. Like, let's first check who had the most courage. I'll yeah. check for Eto. You guys check for Henri. Fine, but that's not actually fair because for the other positions, we didn't do any of that. We yeah, because we didn't them. have we didn't have what's it called? Um, what's it called? Split decisions. We all came to agreement. Well, see that so, right back. So what are we checking? There, but we all you just bring that. me um. Henri's career goals and assists. I mean, I'll bring yeah, it uh, You mentioned how many it was. I'm, I'm doing, I'm checking it now. Fine, they will do that then. But we should just leave it for people to actually vote. Henry or Eto. We should end it as that. And we need you people to actually vote, man. We need you yeah, I, I, I think that was best. I think that's what's best. We ended exactly. it on a Twitter account and yeah, yeah. But you guys should calm really... down and think about it. Don't. Oh, Ghana, they are choice now. Now who they know? That's what I'm telling them. I said, calm down and think. Now I didn't put a, a name in their heads. Now <laughs> why are you guys catching? <laughs> yeah, but I don't see, understand. Yeah, I, yeah, but see, the issue is I'm going back to that right back. Let me tell you why. We didn't really watch Kafu is one. But we yeah, know what but you did. Watch, I'm talking about Lamb. I'm talking about Lamb. Oh, okay. Like, that thing I put. Is that thing I put. Ah, who else? Is that thing I put. Uh, Rich James. Is that thing I put again. I should. I should. I should. Uh uh. She did not just one friendly game. And we just saw that. The only game we has played this season was the 1 1 win that Chelsea had. Against Liverpool. Since then, as it been a one-one win. Chelsea's you know, if you just tell me if not, like, tell me if not, I just now, 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 yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy, like, I don't know when they injured with that. You don't join Chelsea, and I don't again. It was not in Chelsea, he got injured now, but they got him injured. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have agreed that we're going to leave the striker position to the voters and the fans. Yeah, definitely. Yes. And I trust them to make a smart choice. Yeah, but the coach is Cruyff. Do you guys agree with that? Yeah, yes. definitely. Who won't coach them again? Petra. Grand Potter won't. Mourinho. <laughs> Oh God! Do you know I saw something funny? Do you know I saw something funny? 
So somebody made a you guys somebody made a like a thread or you know an article talking about this four center backs thing that Pep is doing now. You know he's doing it now. Mm-hmm. Then they were not like uh, how basically it was the, what the um, article was trying to say is how Pep changed the game. There's always that like, bro, people have actually done this before. This is like tactical gentrification. I, th- I think I think that's the craziest description for what it was because Pep would do one thing we person don't do before. Then they would call him genius. Genius, genius like greatest of all time. People don't do this before, as in this is why I wish never won. This is why I wish he never won that Champions League. Child, God. He finally did it with Man City. Fuck, man. Pay me go. Last, last hour, uh, Mario coached uh, Alonso more in more games than Pep did, but they are calling him Pep disciple. Man. Okay, I love, I love that Alonso guy too. Jesus, yeah, that guy is a proper bowler. The midfield is tough. Is that's yeah, you can't, you can't. What is he looking for in the midfield? In the day yeah, bench, they, they carry water for them. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> this is as far as we can go on, on this episode of the Three Aside Football Podcast. But this was fun, guys. And Samo, welcome back. Welcome back. Same, same. Like, yeah. yeah, and Dami, it was nice to do this again with you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you guys, listeners, just make sure you follow us on Spotify. And Apple Music and other um, platforms like Google Podcasts, um, Audible, Apple, Apple, I mean Amazon Music as well. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at the Three Aside, and you can follow Samo at I mean fifteen IO underscore. That's correct, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, then you can follow me on Twitter at Fizzy underscore eighty one, and Dami on Twitter at Dami underscore LGS. And make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend and, and tune in next time. And make sure to turn on your notifications so that you don't miss an episode. But yeah, this was fun and yeah, goodbye, guys. Yeah, goodbye. Don't forget to vote.